Hello, this is Pastor Corey Ehrman. You're listening to my podcast. I hope it blesses, encourages, and inspires you. I pray that the Holy Spirit will touch you through this teaching. Thank you for tuning in, and God bless. I'm going to share on the healing power, the, the river of healing. Amen. Now that we're at the river, just understand that there's a river of healing that's flowing as well. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 10, now a river went out of Eden. (laughs) Eden means, by the way, Eden means pleasure, prosperity, hallelujah. A river went out of Eden to water the garden. And from there it parted and became four river heads. Everyone say four rivers. The name of the first is Pishon. It is the one which skirts the whole land of Havilah where there is gold. So this river flows out to a land where there is gold. And the gold of of that land is good. It's not bad. Amen. Bedellum and the onyx stone are there. The name of the second river is Gihon. It is the one which goes around the whole land of Cush. The name of the third river is Hidekel. It is the one which goes towards the east of Assyria. The fourth river is Euphrates. Now, I want to show you what these four rivers mean. Pishon means to spring about, to spread, to be strong. And to increase. Hallelujah. This is the river that flows to the land where there is gold. So this represents the river of prosperity. Hallelujah. How many of you like the river of prosperity? I didn't say the swamp of poverty. I said the river of prosperity. Gihon means to dream, to gush forth, or to spring forth. It's very similar to the word to prophesy, to tumble forth, to bubble forth. Just like the joy of the Lord bubbles up out of your belly. Just like tongues bubble up out your belly. Just like prophecy bubbles up out your belly. It's an utterance that bubbles up, springs forth from the Spirit of God. Gihon represents the gifts of the Spirit. Hidekel means sharp rapids, fast-flowing river. means breakthrough. We are singing breakthrough earlier. We'll probably close out with breakthrough, guys. I'll just have you close out with breakthrough. You guys did breakthrough in the very beginning. Everybody's still coming in. I want want us to do the breakthrough here at the end. We're going to close out with breakthrough. How about that? (laughs) We're going to close out with Hidekel. This is the power to overcome. This is the power of victory. This is the power to break through whatever stands your way. Hallelujah. This is the power. This is the unstoppable power of God that makes you unstoppable. Come on, somebody say, I got the unstoppable power of God on the inside of me. That makes me unstoppable. Hallelujah. Then you have Euphrates. This This means fruitful. Breeding life, fruitful increase. So this, this is the fruit of the Spirit. 
Now, I was meditating on this many, many years ago when the Lord began to just really reveal to me a lot of things about the blessing of God, and I preached on it for many, many years, and I keep preaching on the blessing. And as I was meditating on this one day, the Lord took me to John chapter 7. In verse 15, then the Lord God took, I'm sorry, um, um, John chapter 7, verse 37. Well, actually, let's read uh, Genesis 2 and 15. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to tend it and keep it. So the Lord God took the man, put him in the garden. Should have read that one also. Then go to John chapter 7, verse 37. On the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. But the, this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing him would receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So the moment, you know, after Jesus was glorified, we see that in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. He said, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And then he was taken up into the clouds. And then when the day of Pentecost was fully come in Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. And then suddenly there came a sound from heaven like a mighty rushing wind filled all the house where they were sitting. And it would appear to them divided tongues of fire which came and sat upon them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So... The river began to flow out of their belly. Amen. And that's what Jesus is talking about. So when the Holy Spirit comes and those who believing in him would receive out of their belly, out of their innermost being, shall flow rivers of living water. And as I was meditating on this, the Holy Ghost spoke to me. He said, in Genesis, I took man and I put him in the garden. But now through Jesus Christ, my son, and by the Holy Ghost, I take the garden and I put it in men. And those four rivers that flowed out of the garden are flowing out of your belly. Rivers. Rivers. River of prosperity. River of the gifts of the Spirit. Supernatural empowerment. Supernatural information, supernatural wisdom, leading, faith, miracles, healings, river of breakthrough, power of victory is flowing out of your belly, river of the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control is flowing out of your belly. Hallelujah. And, you know, in the garden, man had access to the tree of life. But because man ate from the tree of death, they lost access to those rivers and to the tree of life. It was put out of the garden. But according to Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. Having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Jesus hung on a tree of death. So we can get access back to the tree of life. 
back so that we can receive, believing in him, as Jesus said, we can receive the Holy Ghost, who was given because Jesus now has been glorified, and everyone who believes in him shall have those rivers by the Holy Ghost flowing out of their belly. Hallelujah. Because Jesus took the curse, because cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Jesus hung on a tree of death, took the curse. So we can come back and receive from the tree of life. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. And the curse is broken so we can be blessed. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. What happens when you receive the promise of the Spirit through faith? You receive those four rivers flowing out of your belly in your innermost being. And one of those rivers is the river of healing. In Revelation chapter 22, verses 1 and 2, And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb, and the middle of its street. And on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore, bore 12 fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were the were for the healing of the nations. The river brings healing. The tree of life cancels out everything that has to do with death. Maybe you've been given a death sentence by a doctor. In the mighty name of Jesus, by the power of the cross, by the power of the name of Jesus, by the power of abundant and eternal life, I cancel that death sentence that has been decreed over your life by a man. I decree life over you i decree blessing over you i decree over your life life abundantly eternally the power of life the power of healing the power of restoration and the power of resurrection as jesus said i am the resurrection and life i decree over your life the power of resurrection and life today in the mighty name of jesus when you go to the table of the lord when you drink from the cup when you eat from the bread you shall receive healing you shall receive life because life is in the blood and healing is the children's bread glory to God in 2nd Kings chapter 5 there's a story of a man now Naaman commander of the army of the king of Syria was a great and honorable man in the eyes of the, his master because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was also a mighty man of valor, but a leper. And <laughs> so you can be a mighty man of valor and be a leper. And the Syrians had gone out on raids and he brought back captive a young girl from the land of Israel. She waited on Naaman's wife. Then she said to her mistress, if only my master were with the prophet who is in Samaria, for he would heal him of his leprosy. And Naaman went in and told his master, saying, thus and thus said the girl who's from the land of Israel. Then the king of Syria said, go now and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So he departed and took with him 10 talents of silver, 6,000 shekels of gold, and 10 changes of clothing. 
Then he brought the letter to the king of Israel, which said, Now be advised when this letter comes to you that I have sent Naaman, my servant, to you, that you may heal him of his leprosy. <laughs> this story gets really interesting. And it happened when the king of Israel read the letter that he tore his clothes and said, Am I God <laughs> to kill and to make alive that this man sends a man to me to heal him of his leprosy? Therefore, please consider and see how he seeks a quarrel with me. He thought he was being set up for a war. <laughs> so it was when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, that he had sent to the king, saying, why have you torn your clothes? Please let him come to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. Amen. Then Naaman went with his horses and chariot, and he stood at the door of Elisha's house. And Elisha sent a messenger to him, saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall be restored to you, and you shall be clean. But Naaman became furious. Really exposed his pride, didn't it? <laughs> Naaman became furious and went away offended, you know, and said, Indeed, I said to myself, he will surely come out to me. <laughs> and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and heal the leprosy. He had all preconceived ideas about how God was going to do it. And he was waiting for the man of God to come to him. And the man of God doesn't even come out to greet him. He just sends his servant to go tell him to dip in the river Jordan seven times. Why seven? Well, seven is the number of fulfillment, completion. So he turned away, right? Are not Abana and Farfar the rivers of Damascus better than all these rivers of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? No. You have to do exactly what the word of the Lord says. So he turned and went away in a rage. And this river that was supposed to be the river of healing became a river of offense. And the message of the gospel is an offense to many people. A stumbling block. A rock of stumbling. But to others believing it's a rock of salvation. It's the rock from which the water comes out in the desert. It's the rock of healing. Hallelujah. So many get offended. People come to this church, they get offended. They get offended when we lay hands on people. People screaming, falling over, rolling on the floor. People get filled with joy. People run around the building. They get offended. And the very anointing that can bring deliverance and healing into their lives becomes the anointing that offends them. Because it offends their religious mind. Come on somebody. How many of you... Maybe when you first got exposed to the move of God, got a little offended. Come on, somebody. Oh, three of you, wonderful. Yeah, the rest of you. Uh, you know, and I have people here that literally got offended and stormed out the building. 
But then, like Jessica Stroud, she was so offended, but somehow she couldn't stop watching. I don't know. I think she's working with hospitality. Oh, kids. But she was so offended, it really offended her Baptist mind. But somehow she couldn't stop watching, so she goes back online to watch. And it was an altar call. Wasn't even an, it wasn't even a call for healing or laying on a hands. It was an altar call. And as she responded to the altar call, power of God hit her. And she was very offended with the joy. And she was so filled with joy. She could not stop laughing uncontrollably for hours and hours. And she literally was laughing and crying at the same time crawling around on her fours all over her house and came back here and has been plugged in and has been plugged in ever since i mean and i can tell you story after story after story as a matter of fact i've shared the story but i never shared the other side of the story we had a muslim woman first time ever in church i mean first time ever in church this is in Istanbul, probably back in 2004, I want to say, something, maybe 2003 or 2004, somewhere around those years. She came to church, first Sunday ever. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. And the power of God hit her. Muslim woman, not saved. I know that ruined some people's theology. You know, I hadn't even given an altar call or anything. She was sitting right about where you're sitting, kind of in the end seat there, and she just fell out. She fell out and laughed for two hours. And then she kept saying, I can't stop. and I don't want to laugh anymore. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts, you know. I gave the altar call, but she missed the altar call. She was on the floor laughing. I didn't know who she was. I thought she was a believer, maybe visiting from another church. I don't know. First time I'd seen her. They carried her out. She was gone. But there was another lady that came with her. And that lady, when this one fell out laughing, she was so angry and so offended. She stood up like this and gave me the look. You know the look? (laughs) And stormed out, left. We've never seen her ever since. Two people... First time in church, not even saved, never seen anything like this. I'm, as I'm preaching, I mean, power of God was touching people, but this lady fell out laughing uncontrollably, hours. Well, she comes back the next Sunday, smiling, jumping up and down. I want to give my life to Jesus. Like, what? What happened? Well, I was diagnosed with cancer. I was given three to four months to live. I don't know what happened, but something hit me. I fell out. I, st- I couldn't stop laughing. I went back to the doctor. They ran tests. They can't find a trace of cancer. They said something must be wrong. Come back tomorrow. Second time. Could not find a trace of cancer. Come back the next day. Third day. Ran tests again. Couldn't find a trace of cancer. And they finally figured out, okay, right. It's not the machine. It's not the test. There's no cancer in this woman. So the river was flowing. One got offended. One got a miracle. That lady lived. 
served in our kids ministry for the next four or five years i believe you know and uh gloria was little in river nursery and river bears and she worked in river bears when gloria because gloria is born in 2004 so it was about the time she probably was born that year and five six seven eight nine i mean you know she was in our kids ministry lived still lives today hallelujah So the river of offense is actually a river of healing. Don't allow the river of healing to become a river of offense. And so Naaman was definitely very upset. He turned away in rage. Verse 13, and his servants came near and spoke to him and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do something great, would you not have done it? How much more than when he says to you, wash and be clean? So he went down and dipped seven times in the Jordan. According to the saying of the man of God, the word of the man of God. His flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child. And he was clean. Hallelujah. Then he returned to the man of God. There's a little bit more to the story. I think I should read it. He and all his aides and came and stood before him. And he said, indeed, now I know that there is... No God in all the earth except in Israel. Now, therefore, please take a gift from your servant. But he said, as the Lord lives before whom I stand, I will receive nothing. And he urged him to take it, but he refused. So Naaman said, then if not, please let your servant be given two mule loads of earth. For your servant will no longer offer either burnt offering or sacrifice to other gods, but to the Lord. Yet this thing may the Lord pardon your servant when my master goes into the temple of Rimon to worship there, which is a demon god, and he leans on my hand, and I bow down in the temple of Rimon. When I bow down in the temple of Rimon, may the Lord please pardon your servant in this thing. Then he said to him, go in peace. So he departed from him in a short distance. So look at what happened here. I mean, the man of God didn't even come out to see him. He didn't even receive an offering. <laughs> he just gave him the word of the Lord. But Naaman had to go dip. In that muddy river, that dirty river seven times. Sometimes people come here and they're expecting pristine, perfection, everything in order, everything done in man's order, and then things can get a little crazy. Hallelujah. The power of God breaks out. People running around. Jumping up and shouting. And then somebody will tell our ushers, this is not like my church. Well, this is not your church. It's the river. Amen. Definitely not the seeker-friendly church. Because we are seeking the Holy Ghost. Amen. Because that's where, that's where healing happens. That's where the power of God begins to manifest. That's where people's lives are restored. Hallelujah. So don't allow the river, which is the Holy Ghost, become a river of offense to you. 
Allow it to become a river of healing. Even as we go before the table of the Lord today, we partake of the Lord's table. We partake of the bread. And we partake of the, the fruit of the vine. Receive your healing today. Receive life today. Hallelujah. I mean, I'll tell you another story. Had some, I think they were, they must have been Catholic or Orthodox, one of those of the very, very, very traditional, old, old, old school going back centuries and centuries of those Christians that live in Turkey and Istanbul, you know, and we had some men come to the, to the church and we we're actually about to receive communion. And, um, you know, I'm just dressed in, <laughs> you know. I probably actually wore suits in those days, so I was actually dressed a lot more formal than this. But they come in, and they look around. They said, where's your cross? And then, of course, we're passing, you know, little wafers and, and the juice in little plastic cups. They said they were so offended. It needs to be on this beautiful table, hand-carved with runners and golden goblets and then whatever, you know. I mean, just they were looking for all the, the frills, the bells and the whistles. They were so offended. They were so offended. I think there must have been four of them. Three of them left. But one of them heard me talk about healing. Apparently, he needed healing in his body. So, as I shared the word, something stirred in him. And the other guy's like, come on, we're leaving. Said, you know what? I'm going to stay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and stay. I'm going to listen to this man. He's talking about healing. And at that point, when you're desperate, you don't care if it's a golden goblet or a little plastic cup. Because your faith is not in the golden goblet. Your faith... Is in the power of God. Your faith is in the blood of Jesus. Your faith is in the bread of life, the body of Jesus that was bruised for our iniquities, chastised for our peace, wounded for our transgressions. By his stripes we were healed. So you received the healing because Jesus, he died on that tree of death so we can come to the tree of life and we can drink from the river of healing. And we can allow the river of healing to flow and cleanse us from whatever infirmity, whatever stain. Today, I decree to you, I declare to you, I proclaim to you that the moment you eat of the bread and you drink of the cup, the power of the Holy Ghost is going to begin to flow. And out of your belly is going to flow out a river. A river of restoration, a river of healing, a river of miracle working power. Out of your belly is going to flow out. Gihon. It's going to gush forth with the working of miracles and the gifts of healings. And by faith you shall receive. Hallelujah. For the 
Work of the cross is finished. As Jesus shed his blood seven times. It's a finished work. It's a finished work. It's not lacking in anything. It's a finished work. It's ready. It's done. Waiting for you to receive. It's available. Healing is the children's bread. When you eat of that wafer, when you eat of that unleavened bread, just understand that you are going to receive healing. Receive your healing. Receive the power of God. Receive the miracle in your life. Receive it today. Receive it today. By faith, receive it today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Religion tries to take what Jesus has accomplished on the cross and complicates it. Adds to it. And the more you add to it, the more of its power you take away. Like Jesus said to the Pharisees, because of the tradition of your elders, you make the, power of, you make the word of God of no effect or no power. It's simple. Childlike faith. Even as a mustard seed of faith. Little tiny mustard seed of faith can move a mountain. A little mustard seed of faith can move a mountain. Just tap into what God has already made available. It's already done. It's not going to be done. You're not going to be healed. You were healed. By his stripes, you were healed. It's done. It's paid for. It's yours. Receive it by faith. Receive it by faith. Say, it's mine. I'm taking it today. Hallelujah. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. I hope that you have been blessed. I would like for you to consider two things. Number one, subscribe to our show to receive notifications of our new podcasts. Number two, support our ministry of reaching the nations with revival by clicking on the link in the description or visiting our website, riverwpb.com. Thank you for tuning in. Look forward to you joining our next podcast. God bless you.